Okay, so welcome along to episode 14. It's already no, started. We didn't even make it. <laughs> okay, the giggling you, we'll just start there. The giggling you here in the background. Our wives have joined us for this episode, uh, and I don't even know what number now because I'm this so is thrown 14. off. This is 14. That's yeah. what I thought. This is okay, 14. Okay, so 14 episodes in, and uh, what you've all been waiting for. Ashley and Lindsay are here with us. We are in the Russell's dining room. And uh, so, yeah, we just we've just had a meal, a bit of a birthday party, and we thought, you know what, let's throw a podcast in there. So we've got them uh, sitting down with us. And and there's always the chance that a herd of children will come running through this room at any moment. So this could be interesting. Robin Hood has them (laughs) tamed at the moment, but who knows how long that will last. Okay, Lindsay and Ashley right here. Sweet tea and coffee. Okay, as I said, Lindsay and Ashley are in the house with us for this episode. This really is kind of fun. We, we, we thought it would be fun to get our families together and record an episode. We've said that we want to, in this podcast, that we want uh, this to be in the context of, of friendship, and we certainly do this on, uh, on regular occasions. Our families get together, and so we thought this would be fun. Throw you guys in here, ask some questions, let the folks get to know you a little bit. So who knows where this will go? But, uh, but why don't you just tell us a little bit about, you know, like the baseball card kind of stuff, the superficial things, where'd you grow up? How'd you make it to Nacogdoches, that kind of fun stuff. Ashley, why don't you start? (laughs) You weren't looking, so I really thought it was going to be Lindsay. Okay. So I grew up in Friendswood, which is Southeast Houston area. Um, grew up there most of my childhood and through high school and um, background of like church, I would say, I remember my parents going to church whenever I was super young, and but it wasn't something that it continued as we got involved in like sports and different things, church kind of trailed off, and um, my grandparents one time sent us to a church camp when I was like 12. Um, we went and stayed with them for a week, and they sent us to a church camp, which is funny in itself. Like we were supposed <laughs> to be with them and they sent us off, but it's That's fine. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at that church camp, I um, remember just hearing really for the first time, it caught me really off guard that who Jesus was and what he did for me and seeing myself uh, at the foot of the cross and kind of my own sin and kind of just breaking over that. And that night I... Um, was saved, went back home, and um, there still wasn't much foundation. I mean, my family was very excited, but um, we weren't really going to church, and there wasn't much foundation um, going on. And so I didn't have a lot of people I could reach out to or anything, and so we um, just kind of trudged along. And I would say from like 12 to 18, I... Kendall's giving hand signals to one of his kids just so you guys know. She snuck out the door. One of the kids is peeping in the window yeah. behind. This is a super serious moment. Trying to oh, carry man. It. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, continue on, Ashley. Goodness gracious. Uh, okay, so I would say from 12 to 18, I was just kind of wishy-washy uh, with the Lord, um, wanting to know him more but not really knowing what that looked like to walk in relationship with him. Um But I remember in those times, and it could be the darkest of times, or I could be in sin, or whatever it was, I remember vividly 
the Holy Spirit coming after my heart. I remember him. Um, it didn't matter where I was. There would just be this whisper deep within me of, I have more for you. I have better for you. And um, I, I don't know. I just have vivid memories of that. And so I think at the time being in high school, I didn't even know the extent of how wonderful that was. I think it it was just kind of something I noticed and either I listened to it one week or I didn't the next week. But I, looking back, it is something that just it blows me away that he came after me. And I have those moments where it's so vivid. Um, but I would say my senior year of high school, I really wanted to know him. And so I kind of surrounded myself with more people that kind of walked the Christian walk and tried to copy what they were doing. Um, and the, I'm sure, you know, like that doesn't always work well, just copying others. And so finally coming to college, I just started journaling out. I started reading the Bible and journaling out everything, praying, talking to the Lord, everything went on paper. And I would say that was my whole, um, freshman year of college, um, decided last minute to come to SFA. I was going to stay home and, um, kind of be around my sisters. I thought that I needed to be their caretaker and be around them, but last minute decided to come, got accepted, or I was already accepted, but got like in a dorm room, got all my classes, everything fell into place. And so came here and spent my freshman year just like, I signed up for every ministry on campus. I was one of those freshmen. (laughs) It's like whatever church in town had a ministry, I was a part of it. Um, And through that time, I feel like I just learned a lot about who the Lord was. I worked on my personal relationship with him. and, um, And then my second year of college is when I met Blake And I feel like our whole dating relationship was me asking hard questions and learning to be okay with the mystery of God and uh, learning to just stand in awe of him and asking him because he did grow up in church and had a relationship for a long time, just learning from his experience um, and having a safe place to ask hard questions about the Lord. And so that's kind of where I came from, Um, came to college, we met and got married And then I quickly got plugged into the college ministry at a church here in town and kind of got on leadership and started to feel the Lord kind of tug at my heart for stories uh, for the college girls and led Bible studies and did different things. And then fast forward to today, and he's still putting me in those places and wanting to draw out and learn from other people's stories. And I think some of that has to do with the fact that my story, it's like amazing to me that he saved me and came after me and my background and everything. And so it's amazing to hear other people's stories and how they connect and what the Lord does with them. And um, so I still am seeing, still see him doing that today. You didn't make any, any comments about that. You had a chance to set the record straight on this, uh, The original, Initial, the original yeah. meeting at Chili's as Blake eerily <laughs> peers through the window. She wouldn't have been aware of that. I didn't meeting. even know yeah. that. I mean, you know was, when somebody's weirdly staring I at you, I had right? no <laughs> idea he was even in the restaurant. You ever was, had that feeling? like somebody's peeking through the blinds. <laughs> whatever. Like, yeah. like Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to episode whatever it is and listen to the story. That's absolutely what you were doing. Yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> no clue. And I probably didn't know that for a while after we started being friends because that would have been... <laughs> See that? You didn't share that. Being friends. We were like dating. In the yeah, friends, we were, yeah, we were friends. <laughs> That's good. All right, Lindsay. Okay, yeah, um, I grew up in Azel, around the Fort Worth area. Shout out to the Hornets. Azel Hornets, <laughs> yep. And um, I grew up in church. We were there all the time, um, and I loved it. Um, we, I was saved at a very young age, and 
I don't know if it's personality or what, but I was very much like not going to break the rules. Mm -hmm. So I did everything right. I didn't get in trouble. You know, I was kind of, I don't want to say goody two shoes, but I was kind of a, that was Blake. I didn't do it. I mean, I had no, I didn't want to, I guess. Mm. And my parents trusted that a lot. And I had a lot of freedom. A lot. Kendall that's is how, yeah, always. That's how, I never had a curfew. Oh, it was just yeah, kind of right. Like, oh I came home word. early. I came, yeah, I was, because I was always home when I needed to be. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. So Kendall is, <laughs> we have very different high school experiences. Very different. So I had a lot of freedom, but I never abused that freedom. And so. I went to <laughs> Lubbock to Texas Tech and I wanted to be a missionary. So I was going to go and I thought, okay, well, I'll do medical missions or something. So I thought I'll go to med school and be a doctor, a pediatrician or something. And while I was at Tech, I started a women's ministry at one point with some friends and I was involved in the BSM and I was involved in my church and all those things. Um, and I don't even really remember what got me to switch majors? I think it was organic chemistry too. But anyway, oh, I decided, class. eh, I don't really want to keep going in all of this, all the sciences that I wasn't loving. Um, so I switched my major to Spanish, which I did love, and thought, well, hey, Spanish being another language, I can still go to another country and mm-hmm. be abroad. And so I ended up getting my major, it was Spanish, and my minor was chemistry. Super cool. <laughs> and I graduated. Oh, but then my senior year, met this guy. Wow. (laughs) Ow, ow. That's right. So um, I was convinced I was not going to marry anybody from tech at Lubbock. At that point, it was kind of over, and I was ready to move on. (laughs) You'd seen what was there. I'd seen what (laughs) (laughs) what they had to offer, and I decided, no. But there was a diamond in the rough. (laughs) Little did I know. So I was trying to actually go to Brazil at the time. I was going to go teach English at a school with some people that we actually knew, some Brazilians that even Kindle actually knew. Um, but they were going back to Brazil and said we could work for them, but couldn't get a visa. Visas were, anyway, had all these problems. And they said, just come. We'll pay you under the table. It's fine. <laughs> I, that made me, obviously, as a rule follower, was very <laughs> uncomfortable with that. So I decided not to go to it Brazil. Was a, it was a church plant. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a joke. Pastor jokes. Um, so yeah, that was actually, we were engaged when I think I finally decided I wasn't going to Brazil for that year. And um, so stayed in Lubbock and worked at a bank and it was awful. Mm. That was, oh, yeah, I worked Blake at a bank. That. Yeah, he's lived oh. the bank life. Yeah. yeah. Y'all have interesting stories. I mean, I was a bank teller as a senior in high school. Yeah. They trusted me, I guess, with money. Yeah. But anyway, so I worked at a bank for a year uh, in between. Then I went back to school and got my master's because I did not want to keep working at the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was go back to school. When you yeah. like school, that's great. And Do I love school. So I went back to school and taught, um, you know, while I was going through stuff. But anyway, um, I was going to go back to just how the Lord. So I grew up very like always followed the rules Mm -hmm. and I guess inadvertently kind of taught myself that the Lord loved me because of all the things that I did because Mm -hmm. I never made a mistake because I read my Bible every night Mm -hmm. because I did all of these things Mm -hmm. and I guess didn't realize that that was a part of my identity until I was probably a junior in college and had some really cool moments with the Lord where he just made that so clear. It is not about 
going to church and all these things. Like, that's not what I'm after. That's not what I want. And that really changed my relationship. I just, it kind of made it more alive, I guess. It wasn't just me following these rules, but there was an actual relationship to it. And so there were some really cool moments um, under the pastor that we really spent a lot of time with. That was um, Kendall's boss, I guess, when he was youth pastor and all that. But he, his teaching was just so dynamic and things I had never heard before. And really, I just felt the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. more than I ever had in my life. And there were just really cool moments of the Lord speaking through other people, speaking to me, having just really cool encounters. And really felt like the college years were when my faith really grew and I experienced the Lord in, in new ways. So I love... When we first started here, you know, obviously we did college ministry and I loved that so much because that was, it was such a time in my life where Mm -hmm. I grew and experienced the Lord in such neat ways that I, I don't know, that was really fun to be in that. It was busy. Mm -hmm. I don't miss that. We'd have like four nights a week, (laughs) you know, coming home late and yeah, all that crazy stuff. But, and then now we're in Nacogdoches. So that's cool. Here we are. Yeah. That's right. You did great. Okay. You got coaching each other. Yeah. Yeah. You got this. You're both doing so good. (laughs) Well, so one of the things we've talked a lot about with our different guests, and I don't know that it's because we've said this is what we want to talk about, but this is just when you have conversations like this, it just kind of comes up. what happens. Yeah. And uh, what ends up being told for people is stories that uh, were really formational in their life, either people or circumstances or a combination of those things, uh, you know, and, and frequently, obviously it is, it's a combination of, of circumstances and people uh, acting in those circumstances. But I don't know, I thought that'd be a fun question for you guys to share for people to hear just as you look back. And, and I don't, I mean, you don't have to go all the way back your entire lifetime, but just kind of in, in recent memory, would you point to anything that you would say, yeah, this was a, this was a big turning point. Um, this was a moment where maybe the light bulb came on about something or that really challenged me or, or whatever, or a person that really stood out and and impacted you. I mean, as you look back, what are some things that you would say were really formational for you? You just jump in, whoever wants to go. You're first this time. Oh, uh, okay, I can kind of go back to one of my moments in college where I was involved with... In the, that was in the very recent past, right? Recent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what was that? There's <laughs> too much math to do. 20 years plus ago. years ago. Wow. It's fine. Is yeah, that right? I don't know. 20. 20 years. Anyway. Okay, so maybe I should not do that one. That's too far. It's okay. Okay. Go and do it. I'll I'll jump. I'll make big jumps. How's that? Okay. So 20 plus years ago, 20 years ago. Okay. (laughs) There it is. We knew it was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is, this is is real life. This is real life. life. This is parenting. I just motioned to Lindsay that I was going to take Sarah and she promptly stopped the story and share Sarah. There it goes, mom. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Oh, she wants to. Ashley, I want to know. So, <laughs> so now it's a pivot to Ashley. Now it's like a pivot to Ashley. A... Second string. Did she plan this? Second string. I'm just wow. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I feel like now we're gonna have to have a Lindsay and counseling I are both moment. on first string. Eighteen. 
18. That's right. What, do you, what, what about you? I mean, what, what would you say? Put you on the spot. Okay. So, um, I'll go back. College for me was Laura Smith, um, who lives here in Nacogdoches. And it, I just spent a lot of time with her. I worked for her. We jogged together. Um, and just watching her love the Lord and seek the Lord and pray. Her prayer life was amazing. And just um, kind of just watching that unfold and working for her, I got to see, you know, behind the scenes, you know, Laura at home versus and Laura out in the workplace or out in the other places. The, 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 the real world. Out in the wild. Yes, out in the wild. <laughs> Anyway, it was super impactful for me, um, just seeing her love the Lord. Um, more recently, I would say, uh, I mean, Amy Middlebrook was another one who, I mean, she knew at some point that her life was going to end and it was going to be shorter um, than most everybody else's. And she, her perspective on life and death and her perspective on the Lord because of her illness was just incredible. Uh, and I feel like it changed my perspective on life and death and that this world is not our home. And it just brought a lot of things to the forefront of like, I'm not living. I mean, the kingdom on earth, the kingdom is here. And, you know, Jesus brought that Kendall talks about it on Sunday mornings. The kingdom is here and I have a job to do and I'm going to be a part of that because I love the Lord. But she just kind of showed me like, don't build your home here though. Like don't get too invested in, um, the world here today. And even the cultural things and everything, like don't get so wrapped up in it because like the Lord is sovereign and it's such a bigger plan. Like she always talked about that verse, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Um, I'm probably butchering that, but it just kind of brings that into perspective. I feel like that has been impactful because I find myself thinking about that a lot and, you used, you used an interesting word when you were talking about Laura mm-hmm. and you said that, uh, you, I think the way you phrased it was that you watched her, mm-hmm. you mentioned like going jogging and working for her and being in the real world. Mm-hmm. What is that? Or the, the wild. Wild. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I think that's a really interesting way to say that. And I it shines probably a lot of light into the way y'all's relationship work. But mm-hmm. what is that word watch? mean how did that happen was that a organic thing was that something that you were very aware of an invitation that she was giving you into your life or how does that unfold um I would say it was very organic uh so when I was a college intern it was for Bobby Smith and so through knowing him I met Laura and I I mean so earlier on when I was talking about in high school I would copy people and mimic what they were doing this was a different kind of watching Um, I feel like I was just trying to like, I don't know, put on what other people had and like try to make it work for who I was. But by watching Laura and how she loved the Lord, I feel like the Lord was just teaching me, um, what it looks like to walk with him and to love him. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have said, Oh, Laura is discipling me, but that's absolutely what was taking place. And it was because of circumstances like, I don't know, we prayed together for something that was going on in the church one time and then something like family stuff was going on and we prayed together and then I ended up working for her and our cro- our paths just crossed a lot and it eventually became like a, a sweet friendship and I mean, she's 
like 20 years older than me or something like that. And I don't know. I just learned a lot from that experience. And So she never said, Mm-mm. Ashley, come watch. No. Watch how I do life. Yeah. It or like, just, let me mentor you or disciple. Yeah. There was no like formal. But you felt like her life and that was, was also at the same time open, even though that was maybe absolutely. never verbalized. You felt like it was open. She made herself absolutely. available to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's good to hear. I think sometimes we get really caught up in the formalities of how that's supposed mm-hmm. to work. And from, from both sides, like you want somebody to invest in your life and, and then you also go, okay, well, I know I'm supposed to be investing in others. What does that look like? And how right. do I start and how do I ask? And I love just kind of the, yeah. well, it's just actually living yeah. with an open invitation for people to come and see. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had like, there were things in common, like I was interested in counseling and, you know, those common interests drew us together and she was just right there because of that. And so, I don't know, just learning from the way she loved the Lord. But it all was happening from the context of friendship. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so, that's so important. You can be friends with people from Mm -hmm. different ages and walks of life and that friendship's crucial to discipleship. So that's cool. That's cool. All right. Before the before the kids' bathroom break, you were starting a story yeah, about college. About totally changing gears. You can. Yeah. You can. Well, you just made me think of friends. And yeah. I really think that, you know, moving to actually we were in around the Kansas City area for just eighteen months, probably. Um, before we came here. But that was also pretty fresh. Yeah. I would say maybe six months into having um, our daughter, Sabrina, who's adopted. So she had moved in, and then six months later, we moved to Kansas City. And so um, I feel like Kansas City was learned, and I was also found out I was pregnant with Shiloh. So that was a place where I was just learning to become mom and I'm kind of thrown into it pretty quick. And so I think about some friendships that I made there that really just by watching them and being around them, like what you just said, uh, really just taught me a lot. And they were so open with things. We met probably once a week for a little Bible study and they were so encouraging. And so anyway, that was really the first time, you know, since college that I had had friends kind of in my same life situation. They were older. A lot of them were older, but just really, um, encouraging and getting to see that like walk together. And so we came here to Nacogdoches, obviously didn't know anybody. And it was a little tough to find, I don't know, friends, I guess that's normal for everybody. But I would say in the last, well, it's been a while, maybe longer than that. Uh, eight years. We're okay. coming up on 10. I know. So I would say eight years. So, you know, the first couple of years, mm-hmm. you're still trying to figure things out, but Within the last eight years, I feel like I've had really good mom friends and mm-hmm. uh, getting to watch them go through hard things. Like you guys have gone through hard things. Mm-hmm. Kara Cooper, like mm-hmm. I have these amazing women that I've been able to just watch them go through hard things, but also know the Lord and press into him. And that has been so cool to see. And it deepens my faith when I see them, you know, give glory to the Lord no matter what happens and just you know, when you have to pray, when you pray for your friends and when you cry with your friends, yeah. it just deepens it so much. And it's, it's, it's for, it's part of your spiritual formation. Absolutely. And, um, so yeah, I think of the friends, especially in, you know, the last, you and you said 10 years, I guess we've yeah. been here 10 years. So that's crazy. 
I have a story to that. Can I'm allowed to just yeah, do that? you can go. Take over? This, that's the point of this. None whole of our thing. every uh, of, of our other guests. <laughs> yeah, we don't allow guests to tell stories. Well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. Well, she was just talking about that context of friendship, and just a minute ago, you were talking about how you were saved at a young age, and I remember a conversation me and you had. So I was saved at twelve, but didn't really get serious about the Lord till eighteen. And I remember when Emery started asking really hard questions about. I mean, good questions, but just about the Lord and who he was and just being like, I mean, wanting to know him and talking about it regularly. I remember texting you and saying, is, is this okay? Like she's four, almost five. Um, like, I feel like, I don't know if I should be able to like make this call or not for her, but it really seems like the Lord is after her and she's asking these really good questions and seems to understand. And you were like, I was saved at a young age and I, I've always known like my salvation was secure even from a young age. And it just like that was in the context of friendship. And I didn't have that background because of my life and what I walked through. But to have you say that, it just kind of solidified. I don't know. The Lord used you mm. to kind of solidify that as, yes, like this is me. I'm after your child. Yes. <laughs> and I remember that it. moment because you were like, I prayed for this. I yes. prayed for my children to come to know the Lord at, at a young, young age. age. And I remember yes. that encouraging me like, oh my gosh, how cool to see an answer prayer for your children right. so yeah. soon. Right. And, how- and then to kind of freak out when it happens. Yeah. Like, is this all right? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right. So we'll switch gears a little bit. <laughs> I want to know some hidden talents. Um, what, what are some, what do we, we got some hidden talent? Yeah. You, you just, you have some I, like soccer coach. Ooh, <laughs> soccer. Like you could for sure talk about that. Yes. What are some hidden talent? What are some things that people might be surprised that you do or enjoy? Mm. <laughs> I speak Spanish. Blake, Blake loves this guy. That's <laughs> I mean, pretty good. That's I don't okay. know. That's, that's a good okay. don't, maybe wouldn't think that. Yes. I don't know. And I love Spanish. I kind of like telling people that you speak Spanish. And they're like, oh, really? Like, I like throwing it out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she does. That's fun fact, I guess. That's good. Uh-huh. Actually, something I'm that might... I'm a might... soccer coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Take that Spoiler one Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, I grew up playing soccer, and now I'm coaching Clara, Elizabeth, and Emily Cooper. But the question it's is, do fun. you enjoy it? I actually really, really do. And actually makes it sound like I... Anyway... I didn't know if I would. Because I, 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 if I remember right, you kind of got your arm twisted in. Oh, I signed yes, her up, actually. Being a coach. Wait a minute, like, what? Ash, you signed yes. her? Uh, yeah. Yes. I signed Ashley. She's yeah. the boss in our friendship. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be your assistant. And then I ended up not even doing it. And then I got Kara to do it. So yeah. you signed you and Ashley up and then you bailed? And then she got well, Kara to be Well, she had to be spot. a coach I for another team. I ended up having to wow. coach Abby's mm-hmm. team. But the other day at practice, me and Kara are up there doing it, and she's on a blanket. So I was just hanging out. It was great. I was talking with all the moms. It was so fun. That's right. You're part of the team. Yeah. I'm a soccer mom now. So you're enjoying it. Yeah. It's been really sweet. It's fun. It's a different... And I feel like I meet women outside of... We do a lot of things with ministry, and so this is kind of an opportunity where I'm meeting women outside of ministry, and I really enjoyed that part of it. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot again. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> You're super excited. Um, tell us something about Blake. Mm. Oh yeah, that might surprise us. I'm a Renaissance man, so he I, you really know, there's is. a lot of different things that you never know would surprise people. I just, I want to give your spouse the opportunity. Yeah, that's to, fine to say this instead of us always controlling information. Does that mean you get to say something? I know, I'm wondering for sure, for sure that might surprise you. 
Silence on the air. Probably should be quicker than this. Uh, <laughs> we didn't rehearse these. I, I mean, yeah, like, don't wait, be afraid. Wait. I don't know. <laughs> People are so nothing that Blake does would surprise them. <laughs> I that? feel like he's pretty forthright in who he is and what he likes and doesn't like. Uh, I weekly cut his hair for him. Is that something? Is that cool? Or is that? I don't know, everyone? folks. You have to email in. Does that shock you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a show. I mean, I don't know how, how interesting it is. Blake but, gets mean, his haircut every Saturday night, right before church. You know, oh, guys a fresh cut. Okay. That's okay. why the people have always wanted to know yeah. why does Blake's hair look so good <laughs> on, on a Sunday, Sunday morning? morning? And now you know, friends. Now it's, you know. It's usually so Bill Plunkett can make a comment about how I'm bald. Yes. Yes. On Sunday morning. That's Just typically what happens. He, that every Sunday. Bill likes to tell you that he comes in. Yeah, usually during rehearsal, he'll say something about. Must be cold or something like that, you know. He'll make some comment. I mean, so. he does yoga like every day. That but. is not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I have done it before. Was we'll it just true? say that. What? Yeah, like twenty years ago in high school. Yeah, I didn't know him back so. when he had the blonde hair faux hawk. Yes, the highlights. That's when he was also mm-hmm. doing yoga. Man, was, you've changed. That was yeah. pre Ashley. I was in theater, <laughs> and we did it in theater. That. Yeah, that counts. There's, there it is. I'm yeah, he you, was in I'm theater. Yes, there it is. Yeah. and we have a picture of him being like a butler and like that was my favorite role. <laughs> okay, well, what was it? Oh okay. my goodness, gold mine. Well, it was my favorite role for a few reasons. Um, I, I am terrible at remembering lines and, or lyrics and <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, I don't remember wow. lyrics very well either. Man, my, even my own, bus. my own songs, I have a tough time remembering lyrics. But, um. So it was the the play was the importance of being earnest, and there is a a butler in the play that is kind of he has like two lines the entire time. Most of what he does is nonverbal, so he's like real angry. Is he scowling all yes, the time? Yes, he's always sarcastic. Wow, he's always sarcastic. <laughs> and so I that was that was perfect for me. I was on stage quite a bit, but I was always just nonverbal things, <laughs> and uh, so that was that was my yeah. role. I mean. I tell him, we talk often, we probably would not have. This oh, wouldn't have worked oh, in high school. We wouldn't no. have been friends in high school. We would, we would not, not have been. Well, you wouldn't even have been friends? Oh, she I mean, have, I was nice to everybody. She said she's so nice, everybody. Been nice to everybody. I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, you don't believe that? I don't know. We had the same conversation. We, oh, we say the same thing. We, we, I don't think we're even on the fence about it. No. We would mm-hmm. not have known each other. No. She would not have associated with not, my kind. Maybe. Just wouldn't have happened. Probably not. All right, something that may surprise people. You want to try the same question? I'm just loving the butler thing. We got it. Wow. You, you can ask Andy Benford about it because he would have actually watched me do that play. I will find the picture. Time. I will do that. We need yeah. that picture. There's a picture of him being the butler. Yes. It's in the yearbook, I believe. He's holding yeah. a tray and everything. Yeah. Wow. Had gloves and all that. Wow. I was going to say that you played um, lady women's basketball in college. <laughs> That's right. That's on my <laughs> That's go-to. <a> fun fact. <laughs> That's my go-to. Uh-huh. You know, the, he's you an know, all-star women's basketball that's player. That's right. That's right. You know, you know how they, you, new groups or whatever, they, they say the same kind of question, you know, where it's two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie, or tell, tell us something that might surprise you. I always use, I used my, all of my collegiate uh, eligibility playing women's <laughs> basketball. You get, you get some great reactions. And most of the time, those kind of deals, you just keep going around the circle. Like you don't have time to explain it. and people. So it's always really good. But mm-hmm. so I was on the uh, practice team, and you actually had to use eligibility, and it's a long story. But That's amazing. I've, I've shared. I, pe- I think people, people know, know that. that. I've, I think I've, you may not have been listening in the sermon when I used it as an illustration. <laughs> I probably was oh, man, listening. Busted. Mm. 
or out taking some kid to the bathroom. That's true. That's true. That happens like every yes. Sunday. Happened here. It happened. Yeah, it, it happened just when happened. We were recording this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's my life. <laughs> it happened here. Well, we better uh, let folks off the hook now. Yeah. Who knows where this is uh, where this is headed? But it's <laughs> been good to have you guys. We will definitely have you again. Uh, it's we say that to every guest. Yeah, um, <laughs> we haven't had any return. Guests nobody's yet. come back. Good. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think it's good. I, we actually have had some people write in and say, "Hey, we'd love to hear from your wives." Yeah, and that was an actual request. That was uh, that was on our deal. So, um, hope you guys had fun uh, listening to some of their stories. And uh, man, they're super special to us, obviously, and uh, are the main part of what we do. They hold us up and, and uh, are a huge part of everything that's going on. So um, glad you got to hear from them. And as always, if you've got any questions or interesting people, we've got some lined we've up. I've been saying up. this. I'm excited about all these interviews that we're starting to line up. So this is going to be a ton of fun uh, coming up. And uh, But if you have somebody you think would be fun to have us interview send that our way you can email us at stc at fredoniahill.org and we will see you guys soon adios, adios.